crab apples. Taste is so much more than an aroma on the tongue. The taste of a truly tart crab apple triggers a physical response, a response that generally involves some wincing, a shake of the head, and lips curling back in surprise. It's not a sensation I'd describe as nice, but it's an experience I find entertaining in its novelty and invigorating in its intensity. I'm drawn to it in the same way children are drawn to super sour sweets. For sourness has long been popular in children's confectionery, perhaps because of the physicality of the reaction in the mouth, the fun of it all. It comes as no surprise that the source of the sourness is the same, malic acid, the tongue-dissolving ingredient of extreme sour sweets. And the name comes from malus, the Latin genus of apple, malus sylvestris being the wild crab apple, and malus domestica covering the domesticated varieties. The malic acid that gives sour jellies their sourness comes originally from crab apples. Of course, crab apples are not generally recommended for raw consumption. They're best when boiled up to make a crab apple jelly. But I love to come across a crab apple tree growing wild and offering its bounty freely. There's a sense of discovery, a reconnection with our wild past, potential to unlock. It's the finding of the bounty that's more rewarding than the material output. There was a popular crab apple drink in Elizabethan England called lamb's wool, referred to in Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream. It was reportedly prepared by mixing hot ale, roasted crab apples, and some beaten eggs and cream. I know what I'll be experimenting with the next time I come across a crab apple tree. True crab apples have become quite rare now. They can be recognized by their spiny branches and small hard fruit. Like all wild fruits, apples are produced by the tree so that the fruit will be eaten and the seeds within carried off to germinate away from the parent plant. In Ireland, many mammals eat both wild crab apples and their domesticated cousins. There's a badger in my neighborhood who pillages the windfall apples from the garden gathering up the little fruits between her forelegs and chin before scuttling away with the bounty, probably to eat them in the safety of her set. Tart little crab apples are the wild ancestors of all the domesticated apples we love to eat. From just a few original wild species, humans have cultivated somewhere between two and three thousand varieties of named cultivated apples around the world. I love how our relationship with apples is one where technological skill has nurtured such diversity. For cultivated apples have to be propagated by grafting, a process where a branch from a desired variety is joined onto a rootstock of another. Grafting was apparently discovered 4,000 years ago in Babylon, and thus it became possible to grow the same variety of apple generation after generation. For when an apple core is thrown aside in the ditch after being eaten, the sapling that sprouts will bear quite different fruit from the apple from which it sprouted. They tend to revert to some form of wild cross, often more like a crab apple than the big sweet juicy apple from whose pips it germinated. Apples that have sown themselves of their own accord are known as wildings. 
This is why the apples we eat come from trees that have been grafted in an orchard, an approach that ensures consistency of the crop. Ireland has long been famous for our apple orchards. Armagh was known as the Orchard County, and Kilkenny orchards were much renowned too. We have more than 80 named cultivars of apple that have arisen in Ireland, some for cider making, some for cooking, and some for eating. It's funny to think how all the fruits and vegetables we now see in the supermarket shelves, so clean and shiny and shapely, are descended from small and knobbly wild ancestors. They've been selected over millennia for desirable characteristics such as taste, size and cropping ability. But the fruits and vegetables we know today are far from what their wild ancestors were. In the case of apples, the wealth and variety of Irish cultivars is getting lost to the homogeneity of just a few popular varieties. Our diversity of ancient native cultivars diminishing as less and less people know them and grow them. To celebrate the apple tree, to nurture an Irish cultivar and let it nourish in return, to eat 4,000 years of heritage is a wonderful way to celebrate our biological and cultural diversity.